0: The following is an instant reaction, YouTube exclusive content. To get
1: more YouTube exclusive content, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel at Don't Go Out There. What's up? It's Joe Crest here, AKA Ted Wheeler on Stranger Things. And look, uh, I also wanted to say thanks so much for watching the show. That means a whole lot to all of us out here and the purge too. I uh, really enjoyed doing that show. Uh, love working for Bloomhouse, but um, but I want to give you a little dad advice before I get out of here. Okay, a little dad advice here from your on-screen dad. Don't go out there. Just like Nike says, just don't do it. Go get them. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers. And vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back everybody to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. I really appreciate all support. Uh can't stress enough how much we truly appreciate all the fans for listening. Uh, Before we get into tonight's Stranger Things Reaction episode, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our website, don'tgooutthere.com. Everything about our podcast is on our website. If you want to listen to old episodes or interviews or the new ones when they get released, you can listen on our website. We've done a ton of great interviews. We have an interview section. It's a lot easier to find them there than scrolling through Spotify or iTunes. Uh, We also have our our blog. Uh, Me and Chan, we've both written blogs. All of us on the show have definitely go check out our think pieces and heck if you have something you're passionate about uh hit us up maybe we'll let you post something on our under the mask as well uh and we also have all of our social media links facebook twitter instagram youtube and tiktok uh this is a social media driven world and uh we're on all of them so definitely give us a like subscribe follow us all that good stuff we love interacting with our fans and we also have our store on there as well Uh, we have some new t-shirts out some some new PlayStation shirts—they're awesome—and we also have Shan's Etsy page attached. Her tumblers—you can ask her—are selling like crazy. She business is She's booming. Down
0: Twenty-six today.
1: <laughs> Twenty-six today—that's crazy. The day after the Fourth of July, so business is booming for her, and that—that's awesome. Uh, and we also have a really big announcement. A uh, big fan of the show, name is Kevin Scanlon. He has joined our our team, our group. He's going to be uh, helping us, you know, contacting. Uh, talent, as we call it, or, you know, just reaching out to the uh, the people we want to get on for interviews. So we're super excited to have Kevin on. He does great work. If you follow him on Twitter, he posts these incredible threads of the stats of the show, like how I feel about the 80s, the 90s, Brian's thoughts on the 2000s, our ratings in general overall. It's incredible. So definitely go check uh, uh, go check us out on Twitter. But what me and Shan are here for is we're reviewing uh, or reviewing Reacting we're not going to be going into an in-depth review. We're going to react to Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1 and 2. We didn't do one just for Volume 1 because I, I just didn't feel like there was a point to that. Um, I want to watch all of it at once. Or not all of it at once, but I want to finish it all and then talk about it. Because just talking about Volume 1 wouldn't be fair, honestly, because it kind of left on a cliffhanger. And I want to know what happened. Uh, Shan, what did you think of Stranger Things Season 4?
0: I And I've said this before i think i don't know if i like it more than season one because it has been a little while since i watched season one but after that it's probably been my favorite so far partly because it definitely it went darker it went more horror oriented from that aspect i really liked it they definitely introduced some characters that you loved some that you hated but i think it was wasn't my favorite it would it would have been second like i said it's been a little while since i watched one so i'm not positive where i ranked them there i thought it was i thought it was excellent
1: Shan, yet again me and you are on total opposite <laughs> <laughs> wavelengths. that's
0: okay because we can talk about it respectfully so i'm okay with that
1: of course of course i i mean i'm not happy that i wasn't the biggest fan but i'm happy that we get to have a good discussion uh Just being honest, I'm complete opposite of Shan. This has been my least favorite season so far. And I don't say that like the season was bad or anything. It's just I think Shan would agree. I hold this show and the writers, directors, actors to a very high standard at this point. And I just feel like there was too much going on personally.
0: I can Uh, agree with that part.
1: Especially after a three-year hiatus. I feel like they could have trimmed a lot of fat uh, and just kept it – and going in one direction a little better, personally. Uh, that doesn't mean that I dislike this season by any means. I would just say that this has been my least favorite season so far. But I would say this season had a lot of really high highs, but a lot of low lows and just a lot of stuff. I was like, God, can we just get going with this? Like, there's got to be something going on. Because it took me at least like three, three and a half episodes to like feel like I was getting into it again. And a big friend, big friend, fan of the show, Joe Larson, she agreed. Or Joe Swinford, excuse me. She agreed with me. Not that that means anything because I've seen a bunch of fans say that this is their favorite season or this is their tied with number one, like Shan just said. So uh, I'm excited to talk about it, Shan. Do you want to go into just some of your favorite, your positives overall?
0: Well, starting out, of course, and I feel like this is universal because I haven't heard otherwise, Eddie was like – one of the best parts of the season. (laughs) I assume we're going spoilers here because we're going through the whole season. So the Duffer brothers like to kill off everybody's favorite. One of their favorites, you figure season one, we lost Barb. Season two, it was... um,
1: Bob. Bob. Bob,
0: Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Season three, we lost... um, Alexi. Alexi was season three and then Eddie in season four. So it's like they make you care about these characters and then they take them away. Now, at the same rate, it's Stranger Things, so who knows? I mean, he he could pop back. I mean, maybe it's just me being optimistic that I would like him to come back. <laughs> but, I mean, there's definitely ways that they could do it. I mean, we we thought that... Um, I am, like, blanking on names all of a sudden today. Yeah. <laughs> um, The doctor, Brenner. We thought he was dead. I mean, we thought he was dead for the last couple seasons and then he popped back up. So, I mean, things aren't always necessarily out of the question. I liked, I really liked towards the end of volume one, when it all came together of it started tying pieces back to other seasons. Like we started to see how everything really was connected. And I thought that was something that really needed to happen. Finding out behind who uh, Vecna really was and how that whole thing played out and how that tied into, like I said, the rest of the series thus far. And it's I think it was a really good story. I wish we could have had more Robert England, of course. Um, I thought he was great, though, in the one episode that we did get him in. I think he did very well in that. The guy that played Vecna slash one, he was very, very good. I I thought he did. He did an excellent job. He was creepy as hell. The other part of his character that I like doesn't relate to the acting part, but that wasn't CGI other than the stuff that like the tendrils and stuff that would come out. Uh, All the stuff on his face and body, that's practical makeup. And we don't get that as much as we should nowadays. So I thought they did an amazing job with that part. I love that.
1: Looked incredible.
0: The other thing, music played such a huge role in this season. Like there's always been obviously music to the series. I don't think that we've ever seen it to the extent we did for this season. I mean, Kate Bush went back to charting number one on everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's made a couple million dollars because I mean my daughter's one of them. She's constantly streaming this song. It's hilarious. But and then Eddie with Metallica, I mean, that was great. Like, how more metal can you get than that scene? Like that, that's probably one of the best scenes I think they've ever done.
1: Yeah, and he actually learned how to play that on guitar for that scene. That was awesome.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I,
1: I saw an article, Shan, where Kate Bush has made, like you said, two point three million dollars since that episode came out. Yeah. Like, that's that is insane. insane. <laughs> And she's also the she's the artist who took the longest 37 years to go to number one for one song since it released.
0: <laughs> wow. Prior to the show, I I don't know that I'd heard that. I mean, I grew up in the 80s and that's not a song I remember hearing on the radio, though.
1: I've never heard that song before. And, you know, I worked in several, you know, I worked at a grocery store where they played, you know, the mix station that played yeah. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s and the new stuff. You know, I've never heard that song before. And just a couple of days ago, I heard it on the radio. So I was like, this is just the power of stranger things. And it's, I mean, it, whether you like it or not, it is, I mean, it's something to be reckoned with. I mean, oh, absolutely. Bush, you know, you know, she's loving this show right now.
0: <laughs> I joked with my daughter. I said, if the her song was not the first choice for that scene and somebody else turned it down, you know, they got to be kicking themselves now. Oh, like, yeah. I she may have very well been the first choice, but if not, if somebody passed on that, they're probably regretting that decision.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if you were if you turn that down, you're just crazy at this point. Uh, that show, I mean, they, this they season is so Netflix. anticipated. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll just touch on my positives real quick. Um, Chan, I agree with a lot of them. I think the, uh, the effects like you said, look great. And like these dream worlds, like that, the these people with these kids got put into, I think they looked awesome. The upside down with, uh, Max Sadie saying, I think that world looked incredible. Uh, Absolutely. Vecna, Vecna, like you said, his makeup was in, in, insanely good. I love that. They went practical with it. Uh, but like they said, I mean, there, this, this season was a big nod to nightmare on Elm street. So, not only having Robert England in, I mean, you can tell like the the one hand with the big claws, I think is definitely a nod to Freddy Krueger himself. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. I wish there would have been a couple more episodes with Robert England in it. Uh, some really powerful scenes too. I just want to give a shout out to eight characters that I wrote down on my phone. I want to make sure I give them a shout out, and especially the last four because they just had some scenes that were just incredibly powerful. Uh, number one, I'm gonna give. The first nod to Millie Bobby Brown, obviously. She is great as Eleven. That was actually one of my favorite things about this season was exploring more into her background, how she's the one who originally opened the Upside Down. I really like that.
0: That was huge.
1: Yeah, I love that. That was great. Um, Like you mentioned, I'll I'll be honest, I wasn't like the biggest fan of Eddie. Not that he was a bad character, but he wasn't like one of these characters I was just so in love with that I was going to lose sleep over if he got killed. But I will say this his death scene was very, very touching him with Gaten Matarazzo, Dustin, him -hmm. crying his eyes out. And then, then Dustin telling his uncle that his, you know, your, your nephew went out a hero with uh, this town that didn't care about him. He was a hero for them. I I love that scene as well. Uh, Kayla McLaughlin, who was Lucas. I think he did a great job at his, I wasn't a big fan of his character arc the way they wrote him at the beginning, but I think he did a great job just, uh, comforting Sadie in those scenes, uh, Max, especially at the end when him and Eleven are crying together, just remembering all of their happy moments with with Max when she quote-unquote dies for a minute and all that. I think he did a great job. Joe Carey, Steve, I think he was really good in a lot of scenes, especially when he's telling Nancy on their RV trip about the family and his future, how many kids he wants to have, and he wants to still be with Nancy. I like that. And we can talk some thoughts for five as well, because I I have some thoughts on – on Steve, but these four are the four I really want to give big shout outs to. Not that they're not recognized, but Noah Schnapp, Will, that scene with him and Mike in the car, very powerful. He acted his butt off.
0: Absolutely, you felt,
1: you felt the emotion, the tears. He was great. Sadie Sink, throughout, she's become honestly my second favorite character, if not tied with Eleven. I love Max, I think she's great. Her character has been written great. The only thing I didn't like is that her and Caleb broke up and they really didn't explain it or Lucas. Yeah. I keep calling them by a real name in their, <laughs> their, their character name. I wish they would explain. I mean, the season was nine episodes and heck the last two episodes themselves are four hours. I feel like we could have saw these characters breaking up or whatever. Personally. I think
0: what happened there, I think be, obviously, cause we had that six month gap where things all changed. I think with that one, I think it was literally that she kind of how we saw her towards in the in the end episode of like talking about how she actually wanted Billy to die and all that stuff. And I think it was she was having just a hard time dealing with everything that happened the end of season three that I think she probably just kind of like was had withdrawn into herself and had pushed everyone away to include him. That was kind of the impression that I took from all of it.
1: No. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent. I just wish they showed it on
0: the the
1: screen because. I mean, I feel like episodes one, two, and three had a lot of filler and fat that could have been cut to put some more important stuff in there personally, but I'll move on from that when we get to our negatives. Uh, Maya Hawk, her her little one, she had this one scene where she went off on this like a uh, mental institute doctor, the warden, whatever he was, talking about how if they if they were men, they would get the opportunity to see Victor. I thought she acted her butt off in that scene. I was very impressed. And like you said, Robert England, his one episode he was in, and I, I tweeted this from I think the pod account. He acted his butt off. That was some of the best acting I've seen Robert do ever. Honestly,
0: yeah, uh,
1: the look was great. Uh, I loved the little finger scratch on the TV or on the uh, the table. That was incredible. Nice little nod, an obvious nod, but not too forceful. I loved it. Uh, Robert did great, and I'm not saying this because he came on the show where he's Freddy Krueger but right. he, he acted his butt off in that scene. And I really liked it. Uh, I want you to name some of my favorite scenes as well. Cause we have a fan question who asked what our favorite scene was. I have four wrote down and
0: okay,
1: uh, number one. And I'm not saying this is the numerical word. I just wrote them down when they came to my mind. Uh, obviously Sadie, her first in the dear Billy episode, when she meets Vecna for the first time and running up that hill plays, that was an incredible scene. I loved it. Uh, The ending where Eleven is fighting Vecna, saving Max. I loved it. Just because I love Eleven when she fights in the Upside Down. I I love that. Uh, Nancy and Robin, when they interview, they talk to Victor Creel, you know, Hannibal Lecter style. I love that scene. And this is another scene I thought was great. I'm sure you probably agree too, Shan, because this is how Episode 7, I believe, left on that cliffhanger. Henry Creel revealed as to being number one, who is now Vecna. Loved it. Thought that was beautiful. I thought it was great.
0: Oh yeah. It was funny because when that scene happened, I was actually ahead of my daughter watching it and I was like, I don't care what you're doing. I'm like, you need to, like how many parents tell their kids you need to go sit in front of the TV. But I'm like, you need to go finish to get caught up. I said, because we need to talk about this. Seriously. Because she was like two episodes behind me and I'm like, you need to go get this done. I need to talk to you about this. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that was the reaction that everybody had. It was just this, did that, did that really just happen through the whole first part of the season? It's like, you think that as she's doing all these flashbacks, he's there to help her like until she takes that chip out or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, reality just kicked in. And I don't think we're done seeing things from what happened. And I know one of the fan theories was, and I wish this would be true. And it still could be, honestly. Like like I said, I, I'm holding out hope that Eddie could still show up next season. But one of the big fan theories was that he was actually number 10, who was in the room with Brenner when the whole massacre went down. Because 10 didn't... So where is 10? I assume we're going to see them next season. So whether that's Eddie, whether that's somebody else, like, but I feel like they're going to have to come back in some way.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, you can always count on some flashback scenes or something like that. Cause I definitely do think Eddie is dead though. I mean, he, then bats tore him up, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe there's a, some flashbacks. Maybe they find his body in the upside down, have a real funeral or something like that. But yeah. I would like to see Eddie, you know, in a couple more scenes in the next season as well. He deserved it. He did a great job. He did. Uh Chan, you want to talk uh, some negatives, some things you didn't like?
0: So the the first thing that pops into my head, this pissed me off so bad to the point that I kind of wanted to yell at the TV. So when we finally find out what really happened to Hopper at the end of season three, like in my mind, he that thing had basically like transported him somewhere else. So for them to show all of a sudden, no, he's like 20 feet down laying on the ground. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that was just like, that pissed me off. I'm like, so all they had to do was walk up a few feet and they would have seen him. It, it just, it, I was irate. Nothing else made me mad like that in the rest of the season, but that, that made me pissed off because I just, I felt it was cheap. Yes. I was like, I didn't think that that worked at all. One thing that I liked, but I didn't like at the same time, and it, it was kind of a big thing of the season, though, was um, the rest of the basketball team with Lucas. Obviously, they were meant to be unlikable characters, but the, I guess they were kind of necessary in using... Satanic panic back in the 80s. It was a big thing. like, And they definitely used it to their advantage in the show of why everybody automatically assumed that Eddie was involved with all this, not just because Chrissy was found at his trailer. So I like that to a point, but... God, did I hate the guys on the team? Like, they were just, they were the worst. But I guess, I mean, they did their job. Like, you were supposed to hate them. It's not like they were ever supposed to be likable characters. Um, I, I felt like everything that happened in Russia, that was probably my least favorite stuff in the season. Because I just, I felt like we had done that stuff before. Obviously not Joyce. Like, the, the reunion with Joyce and Hopper, I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was really well done. But yeah, it, I I just think they dragged it out too long of being over there and what was going on, and so that probably was some of my least favorite stuff.
1: And can I interject real quick? while you think on some more negatives if you have any more? Like yeah. I was re I was rewatching episode four before we started this just because I wanted to see Sadie sinks uh, running up that hill scene one more time. Uh-huh. And as I was watching that episode. They really just and, and when they chose to use the Russia scenes just really threw off the flow of the episodes in my yeah. opinion. Because it's like Nancy and Robin go down to see Victor Creel. Sadie is at the grave to read her letter to Billy. And then they go to Russia for like ten minutes. It's just it it, it took away from the stuff that I was interested in.
0: Right. And they threw yeah. this
1: Russia stuff in there. It just like I feel like they should have just had one episode maybe just dedicated to Russia instead of having I, like I
0: think they really could have cut that storyline down. Yeah. And then, then, on the flip side, there was like another episode. And I think it was, I think it was probably in episode eight, where we didn't see anybody from that section of the story for like half an hour.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was just, it, so it was like kind of back and forth. And I just, I, I feel like out of all the story lines going on, that one I think was done not badly, but I liked it the least. Mm hmm. But outside of that stuff, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot that I didn't like, other than, of course, like I said, Eddie dying, because they do, the Duffer Brothers, they take the characters that everybody likes, and they end up killing them off, and it's just rough. And it was funny, because a be- couple days before the season dropped, the, or volume two, they put out a thing saying five five... People are going to die. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, how are you going to kill off five people? Well, they did, but they never, and it's once you go through it and you realize it's like they never said five main characters were going to get killed. They just said five people. I mean, Mm. some of them were helicopter pilots. Like, I was like, oh, you tricky bastards.
1: Yeah, I shared that on our Facebook post and I was like, "Eh, it's kind of cheap, honestly, because I feel like this this show is getting, and I'm not saying it's just a slander of the franchise, but it's getting kind of Scream-esque where they're not really killing off our main characters. They're writing yeah. in these new characters that we like and killing them. But we'll talk about that for season five because there's a lot of theories going around about a lot of main characters getting killed off. And I have no idea what's going to happen, but we can, you know, put our ten full hats on and, and try and figure it out. But Which I'll for touch the
0: next year is what people will do. is
1: Yeah, there's going to be so many it. YouTube videos and podcasts predictions for season five so i mean i mean I, i'm here for you know we're all content creators and we're all curious so but here are some of my dislikes honestly and i have quite a bit and it just bothered me i feel like i di- I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the character changes they made at the beginning and i fully understand that this show got delayed really bad from covid i get that 100 percent. yeah but lucas's character being written to where he wants to be popular and Wants to fit in with two different crowds after all the crap they've been through. That just I, I wasn't a big fan. Jonathan's now a stoner, and I'm I'm not a fan of Argyle. That Argyle, was a weird
0: one too. But Argyle I, was a good character. He was kind of funny. I enjoyed him.
1: Argyle honestly annoyed the absolute hell out of me, especially in the last episodes when it was around him doing all. I mean, he played a stoner kid fine, but yeah, it just he it, had I, a
0: purpose. But he definitely wasn't my favorite.
1: Yeah, I was not a big fan of his, Uh, and like we've already touched on before, and I I wasn't a big fan of Eleven not telling Mike the truth about how she's not fitting in. I mean, she hasn't fit in since season one, episode one. Like, I I wasn't a fan of that either, and like you mentioned, the basketball kids, they were not likable, but they weren't supposed to be, so, and then the little blonde girl at the beginning, not likable, a bully to Eleven, you know, you're not supposed to like her, obviously, but. That's some of the stuff I feel like they could have just not had in this show, honestly. Uh, yeah, it
0: wasn't it wasn't necessary.
1: And sorry for all the fans listening or people who listen. I'm not. I promise, I'm a huge fan of this show. Season one and three, I would give a ten. And season two, I'm actually a big fan of season two, even though that's, that's considered my probably, least
0: favorite.
1: Yeah, that's that's what most people would say. But I would give season two probably a nine, just because I'm a big fan of that one as well. But this, I, I wasn't a big fan of Mike you know, telling 11 that I love you. And that's what really gave her the strength. It's like, you're watching one of your best friends die. You need Mike to tell you, I love you to get get strength. I don't know. It just felt, it felt very 2013 conjuring whenever the husband is having to tell the wife, you know, to fight through this demon possession. Maybe that's, maybe I'm just being too nitpicky on that, but that's just what I thought of when I seen it. Uh, and like I think my biggest qualm is just there's too many different storylines going on all at one time. You got Joyce and Hopper and Murray in Russia, which is another person I should give shout out to. Murray was great comic relief in this I loved Murray in this. He was very funny. Uh I was not a fan of how the other Russian guard just got this little spy or whatever to change his mind just because he said you used to be a good guy and now he's a good guy all of a sudden that was yeah kind of kind of easily written in i guess uh then you got the to me personally shan i feel like what made 1 2 and 3 so good was the camaraderie among the group and this season you have people all over the damn country and the globe yeah. you got three main you got two main characters in russia you got what eleven she's off by herself right now after the first couple episodes. Then you got the Hawkins group. Then you got the California group and they're all doing these different things. And I just feel like there's the camaraderie, the camaraderie was missing. And that's what made me love the show. Like I rewatched a couple episodes the other night of season one. And that's what I made me fall in love with the show was just these kids camaraderie together and, you know, getting to know each other and, going trick or treating together, just small stuff like that. It was just, it was not in this season. And I don't I, know. It just made me, it took me a long time to just get invested. It took me all the way until Sadie was going into the upside down with Vecna and the Victor Krill stuff to get like, I felt like there was three and a half episodes. Like I was not interested at all, except finding out what the hell Vecna was up to.
0: I can understand your standpoint on that. The way I looked at it, it was kind of necessary for them to get to the point that they would be at the end. Cause that, that was it. It's like everybody after what happened in season three, it was just, everybody was dealing with their trauma in different ways. And that was, it was, they were all separated. So they really didn't have each other to kind of fall back on. And I think that played into how the rest of the season goes. Um, And it's not, it's not comfortable to watch, but I think that's, I think that was their purpose behind it was, I think they wanted it to be that way. I
1: I had a friend of mine comment on my status earlier. He said that he feels like all the stuff they did in this season will project very good into the next season, which I can see that, but it's just, man, I feel like they had three years to iron out all this stuff. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. They.
1: I just feel like they just like, the character arcs just really bothered me. Like these kids have been through so much the past three seasons. Like I feel like they should have a bond that's unbreakable at this point. Long distance relationships, I totally get it. They're hard. I was in one in high school. They're very difficult, honestly. So I get it. But Eleven and Mike just seem perfect for each other, story wise, in this this show. So it bothers well, me that
0: figuring, it's different because this is the '80s. They don't have texting. They don't have like. You can't just that's get true. on the phone whenever you want. So it was different too.
1: That's true. That's we're true. We're
0: looking at it through a lens of us now versus what things were like in the eighties.
1: That That's very true. And that's a, that's a good point. But I feel like if this girl is saving my life and we're going to the first dance together, like, and I know I love her. I mean, I feel like Mike not being able to say he loves her was just a big problem to me. And yeah. I feel like their relationship should be to a point now where their feelings shouldn't be questioned amongst each other, and I feel like Will next season will get Will's going to have a big season next year. I feel like, but this is season four, and he's still kind of questioning like how he feels
0: mm-hmm.
1: sexually, I guess, or how he feels about. He definitely
0: Mike. alluded to that,
1: but this is season four. I mean, I feel like they're kind of drawing this storyline out a lot because I feel like he's had the crush on on Mike for a, a good while. I mean, I feel like they need to wrap this up at some point. Yeah. But not, I'm not gonna keep beating up on my qualms just because it's gonna sound like I hated the show because I, I really didn't. But honestly, after just one watch, I would probably give this like a seven, just because I do think there are some really, really, really good scenes, but just a lot of stuff where it just kind of just. I was looking at my phone and like, and I'm watching Stranger Things on the very first, the very first release, and like, I think that's not good to me. <laughs> like, I shouldn't want to look at my phone while I'm watching one of my favorite shows ever the first time it came out, just cause I felt like they just a lot of fluff. They could have cut out and told some, some better storyline.
0: Yeah. I, there was definitely, I think they could have condensed some of it um, and taken some stuff out. I mean, obviously got the Latin, the last episode, it, it didn't feel like it was two and a half hours, but some of the earlier episodes where it's like an hour and 20 minutes and you're like, you could probably cut these down to an hour and you really wouldn't oh, yeah. have lost much.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I, I agree a hundred percent. Heck, at the, I was watching, like I said, the night season one, heck I watched three episodes and they were only 40 something minutes a piece. And I felt like yeah. they told a lot more. They did a lot more. Uh, I mean, even though that, I mean, it's a brand new show, obviously, but I feel like they stuck to the storyline a lot better in season one. And well, I think two is very good too, but they did have that one episode that was completely pointless With Eleven and her sisters, whatever. And are they going to bring them back to help kill Vecna? I mean, what's going on there?
0: That's a good question. Because that's... I don't remember how everything... I mean, they're still around. So, yeah. Where have they been the whole time? And and like I said, we need to know where Ten is. Because after seeing what happened down there, implied that he he survived. Because Brenner survived. Like, they weren't around with everybody else that was killed. So, what happened to this kid? And... I mean, they kind of made, obviously it was made to seem that Eleven didn't remember all this stuff because it was traumatic and she kind of blocked it out. So at the same rate as Ten out there that did the same thing and they have no idea. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I feel like season five is going to be epic, though. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's going to take two years again for it to come out. But uh, that's just the problem with binging, I guess. You watch it all in one day and then you wait for years and years for it to come out again. Uh, We've talked enough about negatives. I feel like I've made my point. I've said it on my Facebook and on my TikTok and all that. So, I mean, I've I've said how I feel about my negatives. Uh, Before we go into our fan theories, you want to just knock out some social media real quick? Uh, We had some – you know, I I posted this like two hours before. So, sorry to any fans if you had any questions or comments and I didn't get to them. But let's go to Twitter first. Michelle Merz, she just commented, I just have one thing to say, most metal ever. That – yeah, I agree 100%. The medal was awesome. Eddie had such a great going-out kill. I mean, even though it was sad that he went out, it was a great kill. Uh, great scene as well. Uh, go over to Facebook, Jennifer Kramer. She commented, I have a feeling I'll be on the same page as Nico. I'm not <laughs> sure if that's a good thing, Jennifer, because I always get flamed for my opinions. But, hey, it's good to have somebody on the home team. All right, we'll do Instagram now. Jay Hambrick eighty eight comment and Eddie playing Master of Puppets is hands down one of the best scenes in all four seasons. I feel like a lot of people will agree with you, Mister Hambrick. Oh, I,
0: my boyfriend doesn't even watch the show, and I made him watch that scene. I was like, "You are going to love this."
1: And, and the fact is, that he's
0: amazing scene, and
1: everything. he learned how to play that himself—that's incredible. I mean, shout I didn't know That's that. Awesome.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, I just read that today. That it's a, it's incredible. He learned to do that. Uh, Mark underscore hef commented in the immortal words of DX. I've got two words. Fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And my roommate Kyra, she commented, what was the best scene in the entire season? And another fan commented back at first it was the max running up that hill scene, but then I started seeing it everywhere. I now enjoy the rock session on top of the roof at the trailer park. I feel like that's probably going to be a lot of people's top. two I mean,
0: I, my two favorites probably were obviously that, But also the realization at the end of episode seven that Vecna and one and just all of it, all of a sudden coming together in that realization, like, which obviously that was more than just like a couple minute scene. Like that was half the episode. But I I just think it literally tied so much together of the realization that it still all came back to 11. And I just
1: that moment when one explained that he was Henry and then yeah. now he's one and now he's Vecna. That's, that was an awesome, awesome yeah. reveal. I, I loved it. I got, I, that was one of those moments where I was laying on the couch and I, I went and like sat up and I was like, hold up, what just happened?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I was watching it and I was like, I was sitting here doing tumblers. It was probably two in the morning also. And I'm like freaking out. Nobody's awake. And I'm just like, I don't even have anybody to talk to about this right now. I'm like a loser right now. I couldn't even text you guys.
1: Yeah, you couldn't even get online because everyone's asleep at that point.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, But just to answer your question, Kyra, I hate to be basic. I really do. But the running up that hill scene probably is my favorite scene just because I I am a Sadie Sink stan. I will go ahead and say it. I am a big fan of hers. I tweeted the other night, either from the pod or my account. I can't remember. I want to see Sadie Sink as a final girl on the big screen. She was great in Fear Street. She and was. I think she, she was great in Stranger Things. She's, I mean, she's right up there with my favorite character now. I think she is phenomenal. That scene was awesome. I, I, I think can't
0: she could be like Jenna Ortega coming out here.
1: Yeah, I agree. Industry.
0: I think she would do very well as that.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. And honestly, she might be on her level right now just because Netflix is so powerful. and right. Her role has been bigger in Stranger Things than Jenna's was in You. So, yeah. I mean, and Fear Street 78 got a lot of views as well. So, big shout out to Sadie Sink. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, we're almost at 40 minutes, Shane. You want to talk some, uh, put our ten full hats on, talk some conspiracies, what you may yeah. think happens for season five?
0: Uh, season five, the fact that they've, they've said that they knew how the show was going to end from the time they started it. So, they were always working towards an end point. The fact that things have crossed over, and now it's like, the upside down is not separate. Things are delving into the real world. I mean, I feel like it's, they're going to basically liken it to, it's from biblical terms, basically it's going to be the apocalypse. Everything's kind of going to come to that point And I, a lot of people are going to die. Like, I have no doubt with that. And not the fake they're about to die like they did at the, that, that was another thing that I, all of a sudden you think all these people are dying and it's like, nope, okay, they're okay. Like that kind of pissed me off but I think people are really going to die in the next season. And I think that I don't even know there. There's so much that they could do. I think the whole season is just going to be, I think the whole season is going to be chaos. It's going to be like how episode nine was here where it's just, it's bad. The whole thing is just bad. There is no, like we have some good things to look forward to. I think it's just going to be chaos, destruction and till the end when ultimately are going to prevail. (laughs) <laughs> Unless the tougher brothers really want to be like, uh, nope, nope, this is not one of those scenarios. Like they're going to lose, but I, I guess I have to doubt that that would happen.
1: I, I don't see that happening. Where
0: I, I wouldn't think so.
1: I don't see a cabin in the woods ending happening for this one.
0: <laughs> no, no, not the way that they've built this show and these characters. But I don't, I don't think that all of the main ones are going to make it.
1: I don't either. Uh, a couple of them that I think honestly will gu- will pass away uh and I've saw I've seen other people talk about this, so I'm not gonna pretend I'm the first to say it, but Jonathan or Steve one of them's going, or Nancy I can see part of that triangle disappearing, yeah, I feel like I feel like Nancy was really really starting to like Steve again, so I could see Jonathan being killed off and her getting back with Steve, possibly
0: I could or- see Nancy getting killed and it being. That then it's just the two of them, and it's neither of them end up with her.
1: Yep, I could see the same thing happening. Uh, I could also see Will dying this season coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he. You know, at the end of the show, they saw him feeling the back of his neck. He could feel the upside down again. I, I could see Will possibly being killed off, and he never has to tell Mike his feelings or tell anyone his feelings of how he really feels about everything. So I could see that going or that happening as well. I hate to say it, but I could. I, I hope Sadie Sink doesn't die, but she went through a lot at the end of this season, but I honestly could see maybe 11 being killed off. Like in the end of season one, when she killed the Demogorgon and she disappeared, yeah. I could see that happening again, killing Vecna and she, she dies as well. And that'll break my heart, but that would be a heroic going out for Millie Bobby Brown and, 11 that I could see it happening though.
0: I could see where, when they, if they both went where it takes any of the numbered kids out, like that they all have to go because there is a portion of that power all linked through them. I could see that they all need to go.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it'll break my heart, but I could definitely see 11 dying and going out heroically and saving Hawkins one last time. Uh, Mike, I feel like Mike's safe, honestly. Caleb, Lucas, maybe. I don't know. I thought Lucas might kick the bucket this season because uh that jock was giving him them hands for a while.
0: <laughs> I thought I honestly thought that um we could have seen towards the end of this past season, Mike I thought was a possibility because Nothing related to the show solely because Finn Wolfhard has had a pretty decent movie career outside of Netflix more so than everybody else. And sometimes oh, yeah. that's when you see characters end up being written off shows is when they have a whole lot going on, but it didn't happen. And obviously we're going to get him at least for part of season five, whether we see him in all of season five, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I was talking to uh, Karen last night about that. I was like, I'm surprised Finn is still doing this show, honestly, just cause he's been in at least off the top of my head two blockbuster movies, it chapter one and uh Ghostbusters. Was it a sequel? I think that was a sequel, right? To the first one.
0: Afterlife, yeah. Um, and they're filming the new one It's gonna be out at Christmas.
1: So yeah, I mean I could like I, I agree with you. I could have seen Mike possibly being written out or him requesting to be killed off or something like that. But I honestly feel like Finn knows that this is what Kicked him off, so I feel like he's right. gonna do what the Duffers want.
0: Through.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't think he would want that, honestly. But like, like you said, I could have seen it, like him wanting to be written out. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't see Dusty Buns being written out or killed mm-hmm. off. I love Dusty Buns. I would like to see more Susie next. I season. would like
0: to see more Susie. Yeah, that's right. We only got a, we at least we got a little bit with her. Um, that <laughs> <laughs> Because you show up at the house and it's Aos. not what you expected.
1: Chaos in that house. <laughs> well, I love Susie. Well, Never Ending Story is an iconic moment. That, that's one of my favorite scenes, honestly. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we've been doing this now for over 40 minutes, Shan. Uh, yeah. We've talked positives, negatives. Uh, honestly, I don't think either of us have a clue what the hell they're going to do next season, but it was fun talking about possible characters being killed all because I do think. Some big characters will be killed next season. I feel like you have to do it at some point. Yeah. Uh, any more final thoughts before we get out of here?
0: I think once we see season five, depending on how they do things, could potentially change people's opinion when they're like you were, you weren't as big of a fan of season four. It may be one of those that it changes your opinion. Or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It kind of depends. It's one of those, like, we're 80% through the movie. Like, how they finish it really is going to dictate your feelings on the rest of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: it, it's going to depend on how they finalize all of this.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I just want to reiterate to the fans and listeners who listen to this, who might be a little upset of what I've said or anything like that, or com- disagree vehemently. I love Stranger Things one, two, and three. I am not being as harsh on four just to be harsh or different than other people. It's just like like I said at the beginning, I hold this this show to a very high standard. And they just did some things I wasn't a huge fan of, but I'm still I still love all of the kids and the the main characters. I would actually like to see uh Karen in this season next season a little more too. I feel like uh she wasn't involved. Her Mike's parents and yeah Um, nancy's parents uh i feel like i would like to see her i would like to see the parents a little more involved with all this too for this final season which i think they will do that
0: yeah Uh, i mean these kids just like disappear and the parents are just like oh where have you been for the last week like are you kidding me
1: it was funny whenever uh karen told mike you're not going to college you're not leaving the house ever again so right i did i did like that but it's like this is like the fourth time now that this kid just disappears and almost dies like what kind of parenting we got going on here? I
0: mean, back in the 80s like you could go out, you played all day, come home when the lights come on. But to disappear for days, I mean that's that's a little different.
1: Absolutely. Uh any more final thoughts? I'm just going to wrap it up there. I mean, I feel like we've yep. pretty much said how we feel. Yeah. Uh to all the fans and listeners, we are planning on covering shows in the future as well. We fully planned on reviewing The Haunting of Hill House in January and then the Stranger Things seasons. But we've had so much shows going on, reactions. Uh, Mike got married. Brian bought a new house. A lot of stuff happened. But I assure you, to all the fans and listeners who have asked, we're going to tackle Stranger Things 1, 2, and 3, and 4 in depth. Uh, The Haunting of Hill House, you, Squid Game all kinds of shows these
0: days, tales from the crypt. We're going to get to that
1: Tales from the crypt. I got the U S or the flash drive right underneath my desk. We're going to start tackling shows as well, not just movies. So, uh, yeah, well, we, I just want to say thank you to all the fans and listeners for listening. Uh, let me know how you felt in the comments on stranger things season four. After you listen, we really appreciate all support. Shan. I appreciate you joining me again.
0: Hey, it was fun.
1: Absolutely. Uh, y'all have a good one. Just want to remind everybody. <gasps>